showtime. Welcome everyone to the Rosie and Bill show. We are Zoom powered again this week. And if you've watched our show for any length of time, you know that we love to feature inspirational and positive people. Tonight, we're going to take that to an entirely new limit because we've got a guest who has an incredible list of accomplishments this wide. And what's even more impressive, he's only 15. He is an honor student, a high school athlete, a musician, and oh, did we mention that he has been a working actor in Los Angeles since the ripe old age of three? <laughs> Please welcome to the Rosie and Bill Show, Gunnar Sizemore. Gunnar, hey, thank hey. you so much. For oh no, thank you for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure because I'll tell you, you really are an inspiration. It's, it's very rare to find someone who is so accomplished and so well-rounded at such a young age. How do you manage to not only do so many things, but to excel at them? Well, I think I found a few things that I'm good at. There are definitely a lot more things that I'm not that good at, but I found um, little parts of um, a few things that I can build on. So for example, um, with a sport, like I'm, I have pretty good hand-eye coordination. So start with that, and then I just build my way up. But it all comes through effort. And, and great time management. I have known Gunnar for a long time. I, I guess, Gunnar, should, should we uh, tell the secret that I'm your godmother? <laughs> <laughs> but Gunnar, you're great at the guitar. Thank you. And, and, and you're auditioning, and you're doing a lot of different things at once. So you must really manage your time well. Either that or your parents help you manage your time well. What do you think? Well, um, I've had to learn how to prioritize myself a lot and find what I find most important in my life. So whatever I think is most important at the time, I'll make sure that I work on that a little bit more than everything else. And then, if I, for example, if I have a school event and an audition on the same night, and I'd rather want to go with my friends, I'll go with my friends because I'm not going to get to do that when I'm older. That's wonderful. It does sound like you have your priorities in order. And you're wise beyond your years. That's for sure. Now, now speaking of these years, and Rosie mentioned, uh, you know, how far back it was that, that you started your acting career. So I have to ask, do you even remember what, what your first role was all those years ago? Yeah, I, I do remember my first role. It was in a Juicy Juice commercial. Aww. And I had a little cowboy hat on and a bib. And I was, I was three, but I was playing a baby because I, I was a small toddler. And I remember I wasn't too happy about the fact that I was playing younger. But I guess now, I'd, like when I'm older, I'll appreciate that more, that they'd cast me younger. <laughs> That's so funny that you're even aware of that at that age. You're like, well, hey, I, I don't want to wear a bib. <laughs> um, so, Gunnar, how much of an influence were your parents in you becoming an actor? I mean, your father's an actor. Your mother has uh, done things on camera. She had a, a, her own fitness show called Fit Nation on Fit TV. How much of an influence were they? 
they were a huge influence. I mean, I didn't really know where to start or what to do, but I got to sit in and watch my dad, and that was like a master class. I had a front row seat. So I got to see everything behind the camera, in front of the camera. I basically learned for free because I had a little buddy to tag along with, <laughs> my dad. So um, he taught me everything. And then um, my mom helped me definitely with my time management. And it was just a perfect blend. Now, you talked about the Juicy Juice commercial. And it's, it's, it's great that you can remember all those details. I remember that it wasn't all that long ago that you had another role that many people have seen you in when you were in the television series, Nashville. So tell us about your role in that show and what was that experience like? I believe there was some guitar playing in that too, wasn't there? Yeah, there was. So I did Nashville in, oh, 2015. I shot from October, beginning of October to the end of December. So it was a long shoot. So we were away from home for three months. And it was difficult schooling wise. That was like the hardest part, but I was really happy to be there because um, I got to be there with my parents and meet some new people and have some great experiences. And I just remember it being a blast and I loved playing music on the show. Uh, I played the son of a character named Gunner, spelled exactly the same. Definitely no confusion at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, Gunner, I remember your mother invited me to the set one day and I, I, I was living in New York at the time and I flew to Nashville. And the one thing that really struck a chord with me in watching you work is that you just didn't seem nervous at all. And, and your mom and I were like looking at each other like when, when, they, when they were ready to call action. We, we were so nervous and you were cool as a cucumber. Do you ever get nervous? Yeah, I get nervous a lot. <laughs> but when I'm when I'm doing something as important to me as that, something so expressive of myself, I don't feel nervous because it's just me being me. It's it doesn't feel like a job. It feels like it feels like something personal, like more personal than a job. And I think that's why I wasn't nervous because I knew that it it wasn't going to help me express this character and express myself. Now, wow. speaking of uh, you just talked about, you know, being a, a personal and, and not being nervous. You've worked with your father a couple of times. You talked about, you know, tagging along, you know, at, at one time, but you've also worked with him. So what was that like? And were you nervous at all when you got to work with your dad? I think I was even less nervous when I got to work with my dad because he can help me. Like if I don't understand something or if I don't get something, I don't have to be afraid to ask someone that I don't know. I've been with him my entire life. It's it's so hey, easy to just ask for help from him, which is great. Do you work well together on camera? Because I know you have a great relationship off camera. Uh, yeah, we work very well on camera. <laughs> we lost. Did you try your best? Yes. And I'm proud of you. Get out of here. Hey, champ. Ah, <laughs> let's go see mama. Let's go, 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 go. I have heard you say before that um, your, your path has kind of steered away from the on-camera stuff, even though you have had quite a bit of success in that way. And now you're doing a lot of voice work in animation. What is that like? I mean, you've played Bao and Kung Fu Panda mm -hmm. and the lead in Nickelodeon's Lucky. 
What is that like? And how do you prepare when you, is there a difference in how you prepare for voice and on-camera acting? Well, um, I would argue that voiceover is um, more vocal performance based because you don't have anything, you can't look at my face. So it doesn't matter what my face does. It's just all coming through in my voice. And that's very difficult to portray. So um, I usually end up reading the script a couple times, but I don't overanalyze it because then it doesn't feel real. I want my performances to feel both grounded and cartoony, depending on what it's for. So I just have to find that right balance and work it. So, yeah. Every day I get out of bed and I think it's a brand new day. Today, my luck is going to be different. And you know what? Oh! I got this. I'm going to go down there and charm everybody. Turn on that patented bell charisma. Maybe pop my vest off. Give them a little panda eye candy. You're so annoying. Can I rub my butt on it? Huh? Does that count as touching a little butt rubbing? <gasps> Whoops. Oh, man. How come I'm the turtle? Do you have something with like Ultraman or something coming out? Yeah, I did um, an, a Netflix anime series called Ultraman. And then I've also done a lot of stuff for Cartoon Network. Um, some of my biggest uh, jobs have been with Cartoon Network, like Craig of the Creek and Ben 10. That is an incredible list. Like we said in the very beginning, that th this list of accomplishments and things you've done is, is so long. And just, just listening to you speak, Gunnar, it is, it's so evident to me that you have such a grasp on things. You, you really are wise beyond your years. And it's just such a pleasure to hear. I just, I just had to say that because I think to do the things that you're doing and as many of the things that you're doing, you really do have to be organized. You have to be grounded. You, you've got to be all those things. And you, you really are. Um, so kudos to you, uh, you, Thank know, you. for that. Um, one thing that I wanted to just kind of go back to a little bit, if we could, you mentioned about your hand-eye coordination. And you talked a little bit about sports. So if I was to ask you a couple of like rapid fire questions, just kind of going off on that road just a little bit, because I'm a big sports fan. <laughs> what, what sport do you enjoy playing the most? And what sport do you enjoy watching the most? Oh, uh, basketball and basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your favorite team? The Clippers. I <laughs> The underdogs of L.A. I always found it hard to root for the Lakers just because they were always so good. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted a little bit of a challenge. I wanted to have somebody that I could identify with because you're not always the best at something. Well, there's a team a little further east that can definitely be a challenge being a fan of. Uh, they're on the southeastern portion of Pennsylvania, uh, the Philadelphia <laughs> 76ers. Have you ever given them any thought? <laughs> Oh, well, my mom's a huge Sixers fan. I mean, they've definitely improved the organization. They trusted the process. Yeah. They've picked up a couple great players. Um, and they have a better shot at the title now than ever, I'd say. Um, are you, are you disappointed? I'm sorry to interrupt you. Oh, are you no, you continue. Are you disappointed with the shutdown of everything that there wasn't a playoff this year? Because I know that the Clippers and the Lakers were really kind of both contending. Yeah, I mean, it's difficult to come to terms with, but at the same time, it's not going to make anything better if we had the playoffs. Um, there were a couple NBA players that were sick, so that would just make it worse in the long run. And I'd rather wait it out for another season than ruin it for a long time. Well, that's very mature and wise, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so, Gunnar, I, I have a question. Now, this is, this is kind of a, a 
a sillier question, but I, I saw a picture of you once and I think you were in a magazine called Tiger Beat. <laughs> yeah. Is that true? Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when when I was a wee little lass, they actually had that magazine. We I didn't know I was telling Bill about it. I didn't know it was still around all these centuries later. And uh <laughs> I beat you to it, Bill. And so <laughs> so when when I was young and, and we would read that magazine, anyone that was in there was considered a teen idol. Do you consider yourself a teen idol? Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think of myself that way at all. Like, I'm not, I don't know. I, I, I keep myself accountable for everything and I try to keep a good public image, but I don't think I'm an idol. Like, I don't put myself there. Kudos to you for that, too, because that's, that's genuine. It's clear that that's genuine what you just said, and that's how you feel. With, we just talked about the fact that, you know, probably not going to be any basketball playoffs, but there's another aspect, I'm sure, that, that's kind of impacted you, and that's, you know, school. So how is it, what is it like, you know, uh, dealing with that, uh, you know, given our current situation in terms of just getting schoolwork done and all that balance and things that you talked about before? Hmm. So school has been very interesting for the past two months but it hasn't been bad so that's good uh, my high school providence high we started practicing for this about two weeks before quarantine happened so we would go over it in class and they'd show us what programs we're using and they taught the teachers as well so we've been really smooth since the beginning because we knew what we were doing hmm. but um, it's also given me a lot more freedom in my schedule because school days are only five hours long now because it's just class class, 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 instead of okay. passing periods and a lot of breaks. So um, yeah, I've had a lot more time to focus on what I want to do. So what are you doing in your downtime, Gunner? Film study. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of movies. I've watched about 50 films in the past month. Wow. Is yeah. that where you see your path leading? Like if you were to write your own ticket? I see myself doing either voiceover or filmmaking. Um, I really like screenwriting, so that's a big interest of mine. And I'm just trying to watch as much as I can and absorb as much as I can. So then I can pull for both my voiceover performances and for a possible career behind the scenes. Of all the movies that you've watched, are there any that really jumped out at you as, you know, templates or models that you would want to maybe try to emulate somewhere down the road in that work? Um, I've watched a lot of Spike Jones movies. I think he's very interesting. Um, I don't think there's anybody like him. And um, I don't know. I think he, like, he likes to play with um, emotions and love in such an interesting way that I might want to touch on that. Well, Gunnar, you are just tremendous. And, and, you know, really, this is such a sincere and authentic statement that you are an extraordinary young man. Thank you and, so much. And it's a pleasure not only to have you on the show, but to share kind of what you're doing to inspire other people to say that you know what if you focus and you put your mind to something you really can accomplish a lot and, and age really doesn't factor into it so we're really grateful to have you on the show i'm grateful to be here this is amazing and you know gunner i have to uh, give you credit for one other thing too that just hit me uh, my motto if you were to go to our website is never too late but now that I've gotten to know you a little bit better, I'm going to add something to it. It's never too early. <laughs> That's true. <Yeah. laughs> 
Well, we thank you so much for joining us. We loved having you. And uh, well, you know, as you have projects coming up, once production comes back into some semblance of normalcy, uh, we look forward to hearing what you're doing and having you back on the show. Awesome, I'd love that. Okay, that's a deal. Well, folks, thank you so much for joining us this week again, our guest, Gunnar Sizemore. And uh, we look forward to seeing you next week. Have a great day. Near the trail. Ah! Dry leaves. Number two cause of forest fires. I just saved your lives. I'm here to buy only one thing. The exclusive Sumo Slammer Mojo Dojo playset. That's no fair. Ugh. Being this close to common people gives me hives.